Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins. Welcome back to Breaking Beauty, y'all. It's Wednesday and it's Jill and Carlene back in your feeds, fresh from LA. And so Natch, we had to bring you the guest to end all guests. Today, we are welcoming Donnie Davey. If you haven't heard of Donnie Davey, you've surely heard of Euphoria, the hit HBO teen drama starring Zendaya, Sydney Sweeney, and Maude Apatow, amongst others. Donnie Davey is the lead makeup artist for that show. So, of course, Euphoria, it's this riveting, dark, hazy look at the lives of teens embroiled in hookup culture and drugs and friendship turmoil and identity. Like, it's the whole thing. I can't look away. It's just the storytelling is unbelievable. And just the aesthetics of it all is it just draws you in. I truly appreciate the whole aesthetic that has come out of Euphoria. I love what Donnie's been doing. And I feel like, you know, the way that Fashion was the fifth character in Sex in the City way mm-hmm. back in the day. I feel like beauty has really risen to become a character on Euphoria. And we can really credit that achievement to Donnie Davey. Of course, she's an Emmy Award winning makeup artist on the show. And I'm so thrilled that she's our guest today. She also worked on one of the best movies, Moonlight, which was just so incredible as well. It's Oscar winning. Mm-hmm. So really, Euphoria just launched that makeup movement amongst Gen Z specifically. It's also been touted in Vogue, of course. It's not just TikTok that's showing up with glittery rainbow looks. And I feel like people were so inspired by Euphoria that they weren't just wearing it out to like a very special occasion. They were wearing glitter in their everyday lives. And mm. in 2022, Google search data revealed that Euphoria is the most inspirational TV show for the world's makeup and fashion choices with more than a million searches and counting. So it just made all kinds of sense that Donnie would launch her own makeup line, Half Magic, back in May of this year, featuring products that she always wished existed on set. And she created it while she was working on the show. These intensely saturated eye colors, there's mattes, shimmers, and glitters, face rhinestones, highlighting products, and tools designed to encourage fans to explore their own creativity and become, quote unquote, a vision of themselves that is truly free. And today, as you guys are listening to this episode, Half Magic is launching their very next drop. We got a sneak peek of it when we were sitting in front of Donnie in LA. So she's introducing us to this new palette that's as sustainable as it is imaginative. Yes, and these singles as well. Very cool. We have Sam Sachs popping in as well. She's head of product development at Half Magic. She's going to tell us all about the sustainability component behind some of these new products. They're very future forward, very innovative. So it was fun to have her on the mic as well. Yeah. And so in today's chat, we're going to be talking about what Donnie thinks of seeing like Euphoria style makeup showing up on Starlet's. In Hollywood, Mm -hmm. we also talked to her about just how to incorporate Euphoria Core, if you will, into your own makeup routine, because that is part of the beauty of Half Magic is that it's for everybody that she has a woman who's in her 80s in the campaign wearing glitter. And I just Mm -hmm. think it's so fun and so refreshing. 
She gives us really practical tips too, including a cat eye technique for hooded eyes. She talks about the key to layering glitter. And the biggest thing I think is how to effectively remove glitter, a tip that Donnie herself learned from Zendaya. Yes. So this was really a live show and tell. And you can see it as well over on TikTok. Follow us at Breaking Beauty Podcast. Donnie opens up her makeup bag. You'll get to see some of her favorite products and how she uses it. Here she is, everyone. Welcome, Donnie Davey. I'm Kat Sadler, and it sure is a beautiful day. After such a bleak year, it's time for some joy, and I cannot wait for you to hear my fresh and fun new show. I crack open about mom life, relationships, wellness, and beauty, all the things. Plus, I have provocative conversations with some of the most fascinating and famous faces in pop culture. I'm here to lift you up and make you think. Check out It Sure Is a Beautiful Day with me and you every Tuesday. So welcome to Breaking Beauty Podcast, Donnie, Davey. We are so excited to have you with us in the studio. You are literally like defining this decade, this makeup movement with Gen Z and beyond. And of course, we're going to talk to you about euphoria. Of course we are. But you existed before euphoria. (laughs) You had a life in Venice Beach, from my understanding. So tell us like, were you always a glitter girl? Where does this come from? I was always a glitter girl, but never a makeup girl. Oh. I My background's in like visual art, painting and drawing. I used to use like bright colors and glitter and stuff in paintings. And then I decided that the best way to make art into a career for myself was to study photography at art school because I thought like photo equals like commercials or fashion. I don't know what I was thinking. I was just like, that's the the art form that kind of can be like commercialized more and possibly made into a career. Right. But you were a visual person and you were already thinking about image making back then. Yeah. And so much of what I was interested in, in photography, actually, it it really did lend itself to what I do now, like telling stories through makeup. I, the kind of photography I was into was very like Americana, like road trips and looking at people and exploring people in their places and their towns and like going to like rodeos and stuff and just really ob- observing. Very cool. <laughs> but was it always about like real people and real stories or were you interested in like, be- who were like the beauty icons you thought of growing up or looked to like, was it David Bowie? Was it like rave culture, punk scene? So I definitely got really into watching a lot of a lot of films. One of my favorite films is Velvet Goldmine. It's kind of like a David Bowie inspired story. And I was also into David Bowie as well. But the it, beauty and makeup, like it didn't click for me. Mm-hmm. I wa- I didn't have like a beauty icon really. Mm-hmm. Really was more that came so much later. I really like never even, I, I didn't wear makeup. Like I didn't express myself through makeup or fashion really. Like I was too shy. I was one of those girls. Yeah. So I feel like now through kind of like exploring and looking at what Gen Z is doing and looking at what was happening in like self-expressive makeup before doing Euphoria, getting really interested in all of that and absorbing all of that, like unlocked or unleashed like a beast (laughs) inside of me. And I got to like create these kind of like looks that maybe I was like too afraid to before and like really explore that muscle. And then it translated to me and myself and my face during quarantine. So in 2020. Yeah. That's when you start. That's, that's not when, when I started putting that's when makeup. You started? That's when I started wearing fun makeup Over and yourself. exploring, exploring yeah. different parts of my personality through makeup and really started doing that for the first time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I had like dabbled a tiny bit, but never in a way that was like, I'm going to try this and do this and put this color on. And it really unlocked a whole, like, I feel like I went through what people were going through with hashtag euphoria makeup Mm -hmm. and exploring all that. Like I went through that as well, like simultaneously with everyone. Yeah. And I think people don't really know that about me. And I'm kind of viewed as like a leader, but I think I'm more of like a mirror. 
Right. Because before Euphoria, you had worked on some films, but mm-hmm. they weren't makeup forward, right? It was like moonlight and more. I, there was a word that described it really well. It was emotional. Emotional storytelling. I call so, Euphoria emotional glam. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that you were bringing to light through makeup. And through having mm-hmm, the makeup right? not be visible. It was all about like yeah. no Imperceptible. makeup. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then I did a film called Under the Silver Lake, which was an A24 film. And I got to play with color and glitter and even rhinestones. So okay. if anyone hasn't so this, seen that movie and mm-hmm. they want to see a precursor to Euphoria makeup, it's it's that. So just before mm-hmm. we jumped on the mic, you were saying you're, you actually came here from set. Yes. For another film you're working on. What can you tell us about that? I can tell you that it's called The Greatest Hits and it stars Lucy Boynton. Oh my God, I love her so who's, much. Whose makeup artist is Joe Baker, or I, I, they work together a lot on, mm-hmm. I've seen a, a million incredibly inspiring looks that Joe has done on Lucy. And so when I learned that she was in the film, I was like, oh my God, yeah. I think she's like into fun makeup. Maybe yeah. we'll have some fun on this. And then I read the script and talked to the director and the film, I can't say much about it, but I'm using Half Magic Beauty, my makeup mm-hmm. line yeah. on set for the first time in its rightful packaging like for real having like my line of makeup like next to all my other favorite lines of makeup although it's not the first time I'm using half magic on set just Mm -hmm. the first time it's like you get to show presentable you don't have to do the black the duct tape (laughs) for sure for sure (laughs) yeah okay awesome so we we're talking about color and glitter and stuff but obviously one of the biggest headlines around euphoria was about not using any foundation on the set and how there was just like a skin primer. I believe it was Indeed Labs Nano Blur. Right? I'll set the record straight. Please do, because yes. TikTok has a lot of opinions about this. <laughs> Let's hear it. Okay. So the director of Euphoria, creator, writer, producer, Sam Levinson, he kind of casually came up to me like during our makeup test or camera test in the beginning of season two. And he was like, hey, Donnie, by the way, I don't want any foundation used like at all. And I am like kind of a minimal foundation user myself. Although I'm more so, I'm used to taking foundation and then kind of making it look, still using the shit out of it. Yeah. And then making it look more like real skin. And he was like, I really don't want to see it. And like, trust me, it's going to look amazing. And like, I want everyone's real skin to be showing. Everyone except for Maddie, because it's in her character to wear foundation and powder. So she was allowed to. (laughs) And then Cassie, when she was really done up, was also you know, allowed to like look yeah. like she had been wearing foundation because it was there to tell the story. So it had to be there in order to tell the story, but not there for like, not just default. Yeah, right, right. right. Which I thought that was really cool. At first I was like, oh, is it going to make it like so much harder to make everyone's skin look good? But it wasn't really. Yeah. So we would mix kind of like, like a glowy, like moisturizer, a glowy, like, like illuminator with like a drop of concealer and just kind of do a little bit of coverage and then really make sure it was like a pretty transparent layer mostly right. just with a little bit of coverage. Like we can cover blemishes and like yeah. a little bit of redness around the nose, a little under the eye, mm-hmm. um, especially since the lighting, you know, yeah. can sometimes be heavy and upper and we need to like make the girls all look like high school students mm-hmm. and stuff, Yeah, which isn't hard to do. But so, so yeah, we did use in- extremely minimal foundation and the Indeed Labs Mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. It's called Nano Blur, the magic sauce. That is what I used as an anti-shine cream right. on set instead of powder because right. I really don't like using powder. Sam Levinson does not like seeing powder or, or you know, he can, he can tell he's really like, you know, he's really visual. Yeah. So am I. Nice. And I don't love, I just don't like how it sits on the skin and matte cream. You just put some on a beauty blender and mm-hmm. you go around in the T-zone and it literally yeah. looks like you just took away the oil. Not put powder on, just took away the oil. Okay. So that'll be going into season three, it's safe to say. You haven't found a new like hack for <laughs> making the skin look really cool, but not using foundation. I'm oh, I'm always exploring yeah. new ways. Yeah. I mean, I love products. I love having a makeup line. I love working with makeup. I love mm-hmm. all the products that are sent to me. Like, yeah. I'm always discovering new versions of stuff, but I would never cheat on Nano Blur <laughs> ever. Okay. I'm, I'm sure they're very happy to hear yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> cha-ching, cha-ching. Like if this was QVC, you'd see the dollar signs right now. Just going, oh, like, so only three left. 
Very happy indeed that Clinique is supporting our show this week. Hey everyone, it's Jill here. And as some of you probably know by now, when I'm not podcasting, I'm working on broadcast segments for TV where I'm talking about new beauty products and trends. And as someone with oily skin, I'm always on the hunt for that perfect foundation that will look great on camera and IRL. So I want to tell you about a new fave that has a no budge, no matter what formula. It's feather lightweight and it's also oil-free, waterproof, sweat and humidity resistant, and it doesn't settle into lines or pores. Meet Clinique's first foundation designed to be the last step in your skincare routine. It's called the Clinique Even Better Clinical Serum Foundation, and it's formulated with three serum technologies that visibly reduce dark spots, brighten and hydrate skin. So the whole idea is that not only is it improving your skin's tone and texture in the immediate future, like bye-bye redness, it also is improving your skin tone over time thanks to skincare ingredients in the formula. Like there's the Clinique Dark Spot Fighting Molecule UP302 plus three kinds of vitamin C, salicylic acid and hyaluronic acid. Oh, and SPF 25 too. So the formula is buildable. It's medium to full coverage. It's got a satin finish. And so there's no blotchiness in sight. There's also 42 shades and they make it really easy to try on your shade with a virtual try on on Clinique.com. So don't call it makeup. This is skincare in just your shade. Find your shade this holiday season at Clinique.com. That's the Clinique Even Better Clinical Serum Foundation. Find your shade today at Clinique.com. That's C-L-I-N-I-Q-U-E.com. We'll link to this product in our show notes and on our website. Now back to the show. I wanted to ask you why you decided to come out with Half Magic because this wasn't that long ago and there were a lot of, you know, glitteries and shimmery stuff out there. Mm -hmm. So what made you decide like, no, I actually need to do this? So very soon after season one aired, a lot of makeup companies were coming to me and asking me to like do a collab with them, like do a palette or do something. And I was like, I I didn't accept any of those yet because I was sort of like not sure. So I didn't pull the trigger. And then a larger conversation began with the creative producers on the A24 side of Euphoria. And these are people who I've Actually, I knew them from under the, some of them I knew from under the Silver Lake. That film mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier mm-hmm. was actually the film that got me my interview to come in and interview with Sam Amazing. for Euphoria. So I knew some of these A24 folks for a while and they called me up and they were like, let's explore a makeup line. Like, think about it. Mm-hmm. And so I thought about it and I was like, at the same time, getting all these DMs from people asking like, what did you use? How do you get glitter looks? I use this and this mm-hmm. and it's not working. And I'm like thinking about it and I'm like, you know, I used all different things, all different liquid eye paints and then glitters and shimmers and this and that. And I was always kind of just like picking different products from different lines, trying things out, making mistakes, finding out things that didn't work at all on set, finding out things that did work. Then things would get discontinued. Then I'd find out that like a certain glitter I was using wasn't actually a safe particle to be right, applying yeah. around the eyes. And I'm right. like, there actually aren't a lot of like glitter gel liners out there. And then I was thinking about creating this like system where, okay, it's a bold color and it's glitter, but it has to layer. Mm -hmm. The bold color has to be like almost like a primer for glitter. So I just started nerding out on like what I would want to make. And I'm like, no, I want to make this really easy system of color, shimmer, and glitter that can be layered and be super user-friendly to inspire people to like play with Mm -hmm. makeup and use it to like discover who they are and then express who they are. And I just wanted to be super user-friendly. So I just thought of how how could I make this brand different? What would I do? And just kind of started dreaming it up. And and we all agreed like, yeah, let's do a makeup line, but let's build it from the ground up. Let's not go under the umbrella of another Mm -hmm. company, which was also something we were exploring. And it's like, no, let's just do this. And yeah, it will take three years, but yeah. And euphoria, people might still be talking about it or they might not. But I did know that if I wanted to attach my name to mm-hmm. it, I really wanted to work on it properly yeah. and from the beginning and build it up. Pretty interesting and unique idea to have a film company, film yeah. production company who can actually say, we're using this on set. We're doing this behind the scenes. I think that's really cool. Well, Jill and I have yeah. been saying for ages, like, we are just waiting for the day that like Netflix is going to have a vertical that's shoppable where it's like you can Whoa. buy the merch for your favorite show oh by God. clicking here and like yeah. you could buy the makeup and 
Yeah. I mean, the full integration, right? Right. It probably is overwhelming for you. I can imagine like the reach of your artistry and like you go on TikTok and like everyone's talking about it or right after season one of Euphoria aired, like it was your, your looks basically inspired all of these runway looks like all over the world. It's just incredible the reach of it. And so I'm really curious when you were sort of like mining all this data in your head and thinking about what you used on set, like what was, what did you say we have to bring this to market? And then has that been the bestseller? Mm. I mean, for me, the big, the biggest thing was like the three different, the, the, matte eye paints, the shimmer eye paints, and then the glitter topper. Yeah. I knew it had to be a system and I knew it had to be different from other eye paints out there because I needed them to not all merge when they were applied together and become muddy. I really needed them to exist in their own distinct layers so that you would get this really multidimensional color and sparkle. And our bestseller is... We have several bestsellers. (laughs) Sam's jumping in. (laughs) Sam is the Half Magic Beauty product developer. We have several bestsellers, but the matte eye paint, which I know you mentioned, really like our top sellers are Sky Juice, which is like a gorgeous periwinkle, and We Are Aliens, which I think you tried, the chartreuse. Yeah. Yeah. And then our spirit guide, which is the shimmer. It's like this gorgeous duochrome periwinkle violet mixture. We actually were really surprised because our wing magician, which is the silicone guy Obsessed. that we created, yes. went viral. We didn't yes. expect that. Is, is that our technical? It really works. It's our top seller by unit. Yeah, That's crazy. I, I actually just learned that right that. now. Yeah. It really, really <laughs> works. You yeah. guys. So I'm going to explain what it is, even though I don't have it. I so have it with me. It kind of looks like a bit like a four-sided it's, it's, star. It looks like the glitter it, emoji. It, it, which okay. is also our logo. Yes. Oh, okay. There you go. So, and it has curves so that you can create like a cat eye or a winged eye mm-hmm. and right. it's silicone, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So instead of in the past, I've used like a stencil because I have mm-hmm. a shaky hand mm-hmm. and my eyes are very asymmetrical. So I need to try this. We have it with us. Yeah, and, and, it's, and it's just really good because, yeah, it's pliable, that silicone, yeah. and you can, like, paint on it and then just wipe it off. Like, you definitely, it's not so precious, like, compared to a lot of the makeup yeah. stencils or the, when people are, like, mm-hmm. putting a piece of tape on their eye. Like, it's just a right. genius invention. And part of it, it, you have all these different degrees of yes. curvature, but you also right. have a part of it that's straight, too, because yeah. sometimes, depending on the curve, and contour of your eyes. Mm-hmm. If you lay down the straight side, it will actually give you a slight curve. Right. Right. And then people on TikTok have been like using it for all these other things and teaching us things we didn't even know. Oh, like yeah. cheek contour, oh mascara gosh, wow. guide, even mm-hmm. nose contour, eyebrow. Yeah. A shadow um, so shield for eyeshadow. I did, yeah. I did use it for that shadow actually. Yeah. yeah. And I've smart. been using it a ton on set too. And I'm like, it's, really fun. She to is use. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I want to ask you about the packaging in that you mentioned that it looks like the the star emoji. The glitter, the glitter emoji. emoji. Which and is also a tattoo on Donnie's yes, wrist. On Donnie's <laughs> wrist. And glitter pill seems to be like euphoria in a pill, really. So that's the glitter eye paint and liner. And it's like in a rounded tube. So it looks like a jumbo pill. Yeah. So I want to ask you about like the names and the packaging and the glitter pill. Cause I'm also like a mom and I'm like, can I give this to my daughter? Is mm. this like, what kind of message is this? Like, where did your inspiration come from? Yeah. For glitter pill. Yeah. So, and, and then there's Chrome addiction as well. Right. It's all about like addiction to color and glitter. Yeah. It's, it's really like, it's, it's cheeky. Like, like yeah. that. It's like, your, take your vitamin, take your pill of glitter. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of also like speaks to the, self-expression and colorful makeup as dopamine, like dopamine makeup. Right. That it's kind of like, I I mean, I think it's completely, makeup is like a total mood shifter and mood lifter. Mm -hmm. So that's that's the connection for me. It's not, it's not like naughty drugs. Yes. Yes. It's it's like glitter pill. It's like, do something happy instead. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So Sam's in front of us, you guys, I'm painting the picture. She has this amazing (laughs) acrylic tray. And there's all of these gorgeous silicone compacts in lime green. And I just want to dive right in. So they're fun. This is what's coming next. This is what's coming basically as soon as we, you know, get off the microphone. This is going to be like on the counter. So let's hear it. Okay, cool. Yeah, this is our fall collection. And there's a few exciting products to share with you guys. These are our single eyeshadows. Okay. And they're actually not silicone. I'll let you guys touch them. But they're made from a a material called paper foam, which is actually industrial potato starch, cellulose fibers, and water molded together into this custom shape that we created. 
This is first of its kind innovation. It's actually been used in the medical industry and in the pharmaceutical industry and okay. in the electronics industry, but it hasn't been used in beauty as a component or a package before. So you we're know what super it reminds excited. me of is like the old school egg cartons. You know what I yes. mean? Like yeah, exactly. Foam? That's what it feels like. It's totally. very lightweight. Right. It's lightweight. Light. It's wow. like porous material. Mm-hmm. And we really want to kind of shift the thinking of what is associated with luxury packaging. You know, typically people have felt weighted packaging, heavy plastics, glass, things like that are what is considered luxury. And we're trying to really shift away from that and create more circularity in the industry. Mm -hmm. Obviously, sustainability is a work in progress thing. There's a lot of confusion about recycling. And we're trying to steer away whenever we can, whenever Mm -hmm. it's compatible with the formula from plastics. So we work with our suppliers to find new innovation and new materials. And we were super stoked when we found this because it hasn't been used. It's really lightweight and sturdy, but it's actually home compostable and curbside recyclable. Wow. So when you guys are ready to like pop out your pan, you Mm -hmm. would peel off the little label with your finger or a tweezer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you would just kind of put a pen or a tweezers through this, pop out your pan, and you put it in the forever palette. Okay. Which we'll show you guys this in detail as well. Very cool. So, cool. so these are singles that you buy and uh, you can buy whatever, choose your choose your fighter, choose your color palette, and you give it a forever home in this magnetic palette, right? Exactly. Yeah. And then you compost. You can compost. You can, compost oh, you can hang on to these and yeah. just use them as a single. Keep it as a yeah. single in your bag and okay. no pressure to like get the whole palette or buy right. all the colors yeah. at yeah. once. And then your palette can can grow and evolve with you as yeah. your, you know, taste and makeup evolves and as our brand evolves and there'll be more goodies, you know, in pans that might come up oh, in the future. Mm-hmm. So this is the start of this kind of whole system of like building your own palette, um, mm-hmm. kind of doing what the pros do, but making it fun and really easy and also sustainable, but also cute, cute. because yeah, sustainable has to, has to be cute or it doesn't stick. And we want to, we want to show that and inspire other brands too. And kind of like Sam said, really kind of inspire that idea that like heavy, weighty plastic mirrors, that doesn't mean right you know, luxury. These are really luxury eyeshadows and they're in like eggshell clamshells or egg carton clamshells. So in terms of the actual shadows themselves, can you talk about the textures that you created? Yeah, there's three different textures, glossy metallic, crystal shimmer finish and silky mattes. Do you want to your fingers Ooh, up yeah, in here. Touch Eileen's doing it over <laughs> here. Yeah, there. Yeah, so the buttery metallics are really buttery and wet looking and they, they really stretch if you put them on your skin. Like mm-hmm. you're like, it just keeps going and going. And so, and these are all here magnetic. So yep. you can, you just drop them in there and it's like, you can shift them around yeah, and modular. have different size. Yeah. Pieces make, in make there. Okay. These are our light trap highlighters yes. in here as well. We call the forever palette forever in quotes because we want it to be your forever home for all your shadows. So you can feel it's like very sturdy. It's legitimate, mm-hmm. but we actually designed it so that if for some reason you got tired of it at some point, you can take out the mirror and you would keep it as a keepsake mirror. Oh, wow. You, would you don't have to out. like pry That's, it out. I've not no. seen that yeah. before. Yeah. You'd pop out the frame. I'm not going to do it. So yeah, I'll break my nails. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the magnetic sheet, it's just you dispose of that. You take out the magnets and the perforated mm-hmm. closure. And then the, the remainder of the palette is recyclable. recyclable so you're disposing yeah. of the magnets and you, you recycle the rest. Yeah. But it's really supposed to grow with you. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty unique that you can create a custom palette because I think we've seen some of that with like, sustainable sort of eyeshadow palettes with like mob beauty and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But it seems to still be about creating your own custom shadow palette as opposed to collecting also your highlighter and like if you, like a blush, like all these different things in one place, which is actually quite handy. Mm-hmm. too. And it's fun. It's yeah. fun to yeah. like take control of that. and ma- And then you love every color that's in there and right. you use everyone. And then you kind of like slowly build your collection. Yeah. And I think it's empowering to really like choose that, that, you know, your own kind of makeup adventure like that rather than the sort of more instantaneous excitement of being handed, you know, or, or being optioned to, to buy like a pretty makeup palette. I mean, I love, or eyeshadow palette. I'm obsessed with eyeshadow palettes. Mm -hmm. I love like shiny objects. Yeah. (laughs) And (laughs) I have like hundreds of them, but there's something about the kind of like doing, making like a pro and kind of really assembling your own that really makes it 
feel different and more yeah. special. Yeah. yeah so there's sure. there's seven shades to start of the eyeshadow, correct? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Perfect. Seven shades, three finishes. There's yeah. the silky mattes, Amazing. crystal shimmers, and glossy metallics. Amazing. Okay. What are you reaching for the most? Which color? Pretty Robot. Oh, it's the crystal that? finish, crystal shimmer finish. It's this one. It's like a, a cool pink lilac. It's so really get in there with your finger. It's so glowy. And I've been using it as a highlighter. It's just got so much and all over my lips. And it's so creamy. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's amazing, you guys. Beautiful. And now a quick pause to shout out one of today's show partners, Macy's. So fall is officially in the air. And one thing I really appreciate about the cooler weather is the fashion. Is there a season mightier than fall for fashion to be living your best life? I think not. And actually, today's Euphoria episode has given me a whole new direction for style inspo. And everything I have my eye on, you can find at Macy's. So mini Y2K holiday dresses a la Maddie. Lexi-inspired plaid skirts and shrunken argyle vests and pastel knit cardigans just like Cassie's. And don't forget the accessories, white gold hoop earrings, chunky lug sole boots. Those are on the top of my fall shopping list as well. For all the inspo you need, visit macy's.com slash own your style where you're not going to break the bank for the sake of fashion. And don't forget to make style inspiration your own. For example, maybe I'll be trading those mini dresses for midi dresses for my own holiday parties. And maybe those shrunken cardies won't be so cropped that they show off my midriff. No matter how you remix an inspired aesthetic, it's you that makes the look unique. If you need a little help figuring out your fall look, pair up with a Macy's personal stylist. They'll help you put your look together either in store or from the comfort of your own home. Best of all, it's totally free. So head on over to Macy's.com slash personal stylist to book your appointment today. That's Macy's.com slash personal stylist. Happy shopping. Nutrafol is one of our longstanding show partners, and today's episode is made possible in part by them. So, you know, we're a safe space around here at Breaking Beauty. No topic is off limits, especially when it comes to hair thinning and your confidence. So many people suffer in silence because they think they're the only ones. But we're here to tell you that it's more than common. It's actually normal. Nearly 30 million women are impacted by weakened or thinning hair. And Nutrafol is offering a solution. So Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. So when you look at the Nutrafol label, you'll notice a cocktail of well-known hair growth go-to ingredients like biotin, beta carotene, zinc, and selenium, to name a few. And together, those support healthy hair growth from within by targeting the five root causes of thinning like stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism. So Nutrafol has three unique formulas to support women through all stages of life, including postpartum and menopause. Each formula is physician formulated using natural drug-free and medical grade ingredients in consistently effective dosages. So you get the most reliable results. And in a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months, while more than 3000 top doctors and stylists recommend Nutrafol. So good news, you can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code BREAKING to save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. So get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, and use our promo code BREAKING. We'll link to this offer in our show notes and on our website. Now back to today's show. So we want to ask you about some of these euphoria looks you created for onset and maybe how you can like live your truth in real life, live your euphoria truth. And this one is red eyeliner. And I noticed that you use it a lot. And Carlene made a joke. She tried fuchsia eyeliner <laughs> like a couple of weeks back. Yes, I wore bright fuchsia eyeshadow. And my son said to me, mommy, it looks like you haven't slept in a couple of days. <laughs> You know, but honestly, for many years, that's why people, well, part of the reason that people didn't wear like red or certain pinks on the eyes because it kind of brought out like the red in your eyes or made you look tired. So I wondered if you had any tips 
Because like Barbie does not look tired at all there. No. So what are your tips for pulling off these shades in real life? I think a fail-proof way to wear it and have it not look like thick eyes mm-hmm. or whatever is to incorporate it with a black liner. So if you have like a black wing like Barbie does in that photo mm-hmm. and then and it's like a black super sharp wing and then you have a little red accent like underneath or maybe on top of the wing. There was a look on season two where she had a blue stripe kind of just go right on top of a, a black wing. If you incorporate it on top of the black, the black will give you the, the depth and like the contrast to make okay. it look really intentional. Like this is a look. Yes. This isn't like a character mm-hmm. beauty or like a character look that, you know, like I would use on one of the earlier films in my career to make somebody look ill. Right, right. So you have to add that like glam factor. But also a glam factor could just be like a ton of mascara and like a little a little rhinestone or like a glitter wing. It doesn't have to be like a black. I would say you could also layer like some, sh- like a pink shimmer and kind of put it all over your eyelid. And then maybe like wing it out, like swoop it outwards. Don't mm-hmm. keep it too close just to your lash line because then maybe your kid might mistake it <laughs> for, for sickness. Being like, yeah. I think it's right. just what I mentioned before. It's like intention. You kind of have to have an intention. Go a little bigger. Have yeah. an intention about it. I feel like I also have a lot of redness in my face. So that could maybe it was like bringing that out too. I don't know. If maybe you, need you needed like maybe you needed a brighter Hmm. red to create a little more visual distinction between the two. Mm -hmm. All right. For our next look, this one here. Yeah. So this is when Maude Apatow is wearing, it's like a cobalt liner and some, and and rhinestone or pearls. There are little tiny, tiny pearls, a string of them under the eyes. And so I feel like this is a look that is starting to trickle down. Like we've seen these little embellishments on the red carpet where we just were not, yeah. we were not seeing this on the red carpet. And then this year, I can't remember the actress who was wearing it. And she was like, anyway. In the green gown. Yes. Who was that again? Andy McDowell. Andy McDowell. She's a fucking queen. Right? <laughs> I love her. Yeah. When I, I, when I saw her in that, I was like, That is exactly it. And she had her like silver mane of hair like Mm -hmm. slicked back. And I was like, she's a fucking goddess. Exactly. Like goals. And I love to see that on on women who are like outside of their 30s and even outside of their 40s. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what I mean where it's like, I feel like I know red carpet isn't real life, but it's like really pushing boundaries that, you know, was just not happening before. So my question about this is how... (laughs) How do you wear, get those embellishments on? I mean, most people just don't know. Are you literally gluing them on? Where do you get the little pearls? Where do you get the glue? How do you get it <laughs> off at night? Okay. These are real real talk questions. Got you. Okay, so yeah, that image you were referring to is when Maddie did Lexi's makeup. Oh, so yeah. it's like a it's like a Maddie kind of look on Lexi. That's which why is I like, had to look twice. I was like, wait a minute. You're like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> it's kind of like the film stills like yeah. in the shadows. Yes. Yeah, so in the past, I've used lash glue and I've gotten little single like half dome pearls and rhinestones online or from this girl, Megan, she has this line of rhinestones called Get Stoned and they're beautiful. They're great, but they, you have to glue them on with lash glue. And I Mm. love doing that when I have the time to do that. And I've used those a ton on set. One of the things I did want to create on my makeup line for Half Magic was a a stick on version that would just help newbies and beginners and anyone at all, anyone with a like more unsteady hand anyone who doesn't really wear makeup but wants to play with rhinestones and studs. We also have these like rose gold and silver studs. I wanted to make them stick on and have these adornment tweezers that go with them so people could just easily get them on their face and yeah. get, the, get them off of their face too. And they are made with medical grade adhesive. So they stick yeah. pretty well. So you just take them off with the tweezers as well? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you okay. can just kind of like rub them yeah. off at the yeah. end of the night. Yeah. Kind of roll them off and they stick amazingly well. They yeah. do. I did try a couple just around my house, but oh, they were, come on now. I know next time I'm going to take them for a real spin out yeah. on the town. They're really cool and very fun. And Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. The rose gold easy. studs are my fave. Yeah. And I think while we're on the topic, I mean, you have the most, we're going to take pictures after we record, but you have the most gorgeous glitter on right now. Oh, thanks. How, what are your tips for getting glitter off? Because that's been notoriously difficult to do as well. Zendaya taught me a trick to get glitter off. You use a makeup wipe very carefully. You do one swipe 
Then you fold the wipe, another swipe, fold the wipe, another swipe. You don't want to be redepositing glitter right. in the same spot. I mean, when she showed me that, I was like, yeah, duh, why? Like, what was I? I was like, yeah, <laughs> not doing that for some reason. I'm like, that makes so much sense. Of course. It actually Zendaya. does. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you, Zendaya. Yeah. That's like she knows. I, I used to. She's um, a practical lady. I was going to yeah. say like child star too. She's been taking makeup off from <laughs> set for a long time. So she knows yes. the trick. She's also very smart. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Our next look. The double wing. The Maddie double wing. It's. It, I feel like this is the one you saw a lot on Real People. Yeah. This, the double wing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I mean, very the double wing, it's, it's nothing that hasn't existed before. But again, mm-hmm. I think the magic of Euphoria makeup is seeing these looks on these particular characters. So you're seeing them on these younger, relatable, imperfect, although like beautiful and many of them are models IRL. Mm-hmm. But you're seeing them, you're seeing these looks on these, you know, real flawed characters. And you're not just seeing them on the runway. You're seeing them and you're not just seeing them in beauty lighting either mm-hmm. or in right. fashion. You know, you're really seeing them in these sort of like real kind of like emotionally lit, darker settings. Right. So seeing them like that just hits different. I think it makes it more relatable, more accessible. Yeah. And kind of more fun to recreate because you're recreating the vibe and the energy mm-hmm. of Maddie and of what Maddie was doing in that scene or what, you know, any of them were doing in that particular scene. So it's so much more than just recreating a makeup look. I think you're really recreating yeah. like a mood. Right. Now, cat eyes for myself, again, back to me. No. Back to real life <laughs> is, um, you know, when I try to do a cat, I've, I've all but given up. You know, I'm in my 40s. I've got some wrinkles and some hooding and oily lids. And so I'm like, fuck, liquid <laughs> eyeliner, man. I'm so over you. Yeah. So I just want to know. We already know we're going to get that stencil going, see what happens. But literally, I was asked this the other day by somebody who out there who has who, just like me, oily mm-hmm. lids. And they're like, is there one? liquid eyeliner that works, doesn't you know, budge. that doesn't budge. I know you just came out with one. So we got to talk about that. Like what, what are the key tricks? And is it about setting? Like what, are, tell me everything. It's got to last through the whole scene. What's happening? <laughs> For sure. Okay. Well with, with hooded eyes, I think it's, it's all about the placement of the liner. And sometimes if your eyes are really hooded, I like to do liner that starts outside of the crease. Like I like to do a big wing that literally doesn't actually touch your lash line. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because if you're la- if that area where your wing normally would go is covered in right. a hooded eyelid, yeah, then like it. fuck it. Like right. fine, just don't get in there. It's if you have oily lids and the skin is kind of folded over, like your eyeliner will at some point like break yeah. down because right. oil is like in makeup remover. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to break it down. Yeah. So I think there's so many cool looks you can explore with hooded eyes. And I'm obsessed with the Same. idea of bringing the look outwards, making it all more horizontal. Mm. Instead of doing a little baby wing, mm-hmm. right? don't. Right. Do, use the wing magician. Do like a smoked out liner. Bring it out. Bring Do a, a little winged liner on the inner corner. Like a oh, little okay. like boop boop right yeah. on the inner corner. And then, yeah, bring your color outwards. Mm -hmm. And then you can make a wing shape outside of your crease or like touching your crease. It doesn't have to touch your lash line. No one ever said it had to. Mm -hmm. Rules being busted. Well, (laughs) I actually saw somebody on a TikTok the other day. She's just a makeup enthusiast. And she said, the biggest mistake people make is like they stop their liner right right where their eyelashes stop. They just stop, which actually shortens the eye. It does. Every single time you put on eyeliner, wing or not, just a little bit smidge the longer because it's going to draw everything up and it's just way more flattering on every every eye shape totally and i love bringing a wing out like as long and skinny as i can i Mm -hmm. think it looks so Mm -hmm. good to Mm -hmm. just bring it out a little farther than you think yeah and then that does lead me to share our new eyeliner pen from half magic Woo! so that's different oh wait i kind of want to shit I was going to hand it to you and see your reaction. I just uncapped it. Okay. I saw the press kit, but this is very <laughs> unique. First of all, it looks like a neon. It looks like it's in a neon highlighter that would be in somebody's pencil case. But it's very, it's flat and it's thin. And you can use this two ways. Is that right? Oh, wow. You look can. At that. So it's shaped as a flat little paddle and it's called Magic Flick. So you can get a really skinny line. Look at how insanely skinny that is just by the flick of your wrist. Mm-hmm. But you can also use it as like a calligraphy pen and do like wow. the coolest, like squiggly, big, 
fat lines that then turn skinny. You can stamp on twiggy lashes with it. It's that, super did fun. Did you do that today? I did. It looks so good. <laughs> Thank I've been you. trying to figure out if you had individual lashes on. Oh, no. Oh, my no, gosh. No, I did this look in like less than five minutes, tr- truly. Wow. Because I was in a rush coming from set. Oh, my gosh. Um, but yeah, so this is a really fun one to play with. This like makes creativity happen because of the shape yeah. of it. It's just different. Are not pro makeup artists. Mm-hmm. Thought this was like crazy easy to use. Okay. Which was amazing. I had a hard time using it the first and second time I used it. And then no I kept using it. And now I think it's the easiest thing ever on myself or other people. So hmm. it's kind of funny. There's a learning curve to it with me. Yeah. That's that's interesting. But I feel yeah. like any innovation, that's always, always the case. Absolutely. And a lot of the things we've launched, not, I mean, not all of them are like immediate love at first sight for me. Sometimes yeah. it's like a slow, like love affair where I'm like, wait, I'm upset with yeah. this like yeah something I like almost passed on yeah. launching and then I'm like wait but I'm actually in love with it yeah so in terms of wearing euphoria makeup for women over I don't know let's say 35 what would be like a good idea that you would have for like holiday or something like that where you know they're not gonna like your husbands aren't gonna laugh at them it's not too far out of the box like what's just a good tiptoe <laughs> move I love scaring the husbands, though. <laughs> I think all the, all the men should be scared. Let's see. I I think the easiest way to, like, amp up your look is if you are into, like, a black or a brown eyeliner, mm-hmm. layer a little bit of, like, a liquid shimmer or glitter on top of it. So you're just mm-hmm. kind of decorating this line that's already there. You don't mm-hmm. have to swipe, like, green color all over your lids and, like, adorn your lids with, with rhinestones. Yeah. Put a little a little glitter or a little liquid shimmer on top of your eyeliner using like a tiny, I love the tiny rhinestone. The tiny uh-huh. rhiny, I call it. Oh, that's it just funny. adds, if you even just scatter like one, two, three, like it adds such a subtle, cute little twinkle just in low mm-hmm. light when you turn your head. It's so, like, yeah. it's so beautiful. Donnie just pointed to like the outside corner of the eyelid. Yeah. lower lash line and then just like sort of up at the like t- temple yeah area. like the tail end of your eyebrow yeah. maybe yeah. one on your inner corner too yeah. the tiny rhiny is is like your elevated kind of like understated grown-up way yes. i think of wearing rhinestones another reason why i wanted to make the rose gold studs little spikes i thought those would just be like so dope for a woman in her 30s mm-hmm. i mean i'm 34 yeah. by the way so i'm yeah. almost in that like women You're over there. 35 yes. yeah and yeah the rose there's nothing more grown up and like powerful and empowering like than a rose gold stud accenting your yeah it's, your natural makeup it's so unexpected yeah. and cute and i loved all the visuals you did with half magic beauty when i first got the press kit and it's like the woman who's in her 80s wearing all of the color, all of the glitter, just look, and you're like, yeah, that we just don't see it, but it actually looks phenomenal on her as well. Like yeah. every age group. I just love how you right. included and, everybody. And there are these amazing people in every age group that yeah. do this. Like I'm not, I'm not saying, Hey, do this. Cause we need yeah. to do this. No, people are doing this, but that's we need right. to like show that and celebrate it. Cause it's that's right. amazing. And that's why I'm obsessed with Andy McDowell doing yeah. that. Yeah. If you're not going to do that on the red carpet, when? Yeah. Yeah. When totally. are you gonna? You know? Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. It's that whole idea of like age appropriateness that just needs to go away. Oh, I love I just wanna like dismantle and disrupt all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As much as I Absolutely. can. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And our last question for you, Donnie. I wonder if you ever sort of fantasize about this in your mind like I do, which is old movies from our childhood that we wish were remade. And as somebody who works on set, I wonder what movies you would choose. I'm going to throw mine out first, just to give you an idea. Labyrinth. I don't know if you ever <gasps> saw that movie with Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, and of course. David with Bowie. David Bowie. And I'm like, this movie needs to be remade. Hell yeah. I feel That's like Lady Gaga one. could be... David Bowie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought that would be epic. But that would be like epic. I tried to watch that movie with my kids because uh-huh. I was like, you guys are gonna love this. I was like and then I put it on and I was like, I can't even watch this. It's so That's bad so... now. Like you see the Muppets and stuff, and it's just like <laughs> right. and even the hair and makeup, you're like, it is not stood the test of time, right? Right, so, right, right. I'm like, that needs to be remade. Do you ever what and what would you want to be the lead makeup artist for if they remade mm-hmm. it? Okay, well, I know The Wizard of Oz has been remade 
mm-hmm. a lot. Has it? I didn't oh, know yeah. that. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. like in, gu- in like different big. ways, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Like there was, there was one with like James Franco, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. And okay, then there's also right. just like spinoffs. Like but that's Wicked, like, Wicked oh, is right. a The real Wizard right. of yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it would be amazing. There's so many fun characters in The Wizard yeah. of Oz oh, yeah. for yes. that to be remade. Glenda or Glinda. Glinda. Yes. The Good Witch. Yep. And yeah. And the Tin Man. The Tin Man. Lion. Like all yeah. of it. Yeah. Like why didn't they do that instead of doing cats? And the when glitter. you could see James Corden's real hands. It was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> CGI fail, guys. Oh my <laughs> like God. Taylor Swift being in that. It's not going to save it. Even like an iconic like new Dorothy look. Yes. Like a yeah. baby doll kind of like Dorothy look. With, yes. Uh, yeah. I just okay. feel like that would be fun. And then remember like in the original, she goes to see a psychic at yeah. first. Yes. And there's like the crystal oh, yeah. ball. Like, I'm just thinking about not even the main characters, just yeah. all those little. Yeah. It's a whole little I'm fantasy world that you yeah. could really play yeah. in. Right? I'm, seeing the, I'm seeing the half magic like working its way <laughs> right? into this scenario though. Okay. <laughs> the I'm flying monkeys. This. <laughs> yeah. I love um, it. Thank you so much, Donnie. This was amazing love to meet you and get to see all of these products up close we're get i think we're probably some of the first people to see them yeah right in, yeah, in person so yes. we can vouch very cool and we'll stay tuned to see what's next yeah thank, thank you. you thank you so much for having me thank yeah. you thanks for listening you can find details on every product mentioned in today's episode along with our exclusive promo codes on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com while you're there be sure to sign up for our newsletter every episode will be delivered directly to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing and get social with us let us know what you think of the episode you can follow us on instagram at breaking beauty podcast and did you know we also have a private facebook group just search breaking beauty podcast chat room You can even leave us a voicemail at any time with questions or feedback at 1-844-227-0302. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, where you can show us some love by writing a review. See you next Wednesday. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.